You're listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cottle of Gary Cottle Ministries on today's edition. Jesus looked at this crowd and he said, you can't even discern this time. And he was literally speaking of that moment in time when the very bread of life became flesh, stood before them and preached to them. And they didn't even know who it was that was preaching to them. These scribes and Pharisees knew the law, but they didn't know the God of the law. They didn't recognize Jesus standing right there in front of them in the robe of flesh. Today's message takes you to the Gospel of Luke, where Jesus is talking with his followers about the events that are to come. Those listening and all of us who read this passage today need to know and need to understand Jesus in the future. But we also need to be aware of Jesus right now. Jesus knew that many who were standing right in front of him didn't recognize him. Don't make the same mistake. Before we begin Pastor Gary's message, God in Present Tense, turn in your Bible to Luke chapter 12 and enjoy this special song from the Cottle family telling you all about the Jesus you'll encounter in today's message. Are you past the point of weary? Is your burden weighing heavy? Is it all too much to carry? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Do you feel that empty feeling? Because your shame's done all its stealing. Are you desperate for some healing? Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way Rises up from an empty grave Ain't no sinner that he can't save Let me tell you about my Jesus His love is strong and His grace is free And the good news is I know that He Can do for you what He's done for me Let me tell you about my Jesus let my Jesus change your life. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Who can wipe away the tears from broken dreams and wasted years and tell the past to disappear? Let me tell you about my Jesus and all the wrong turns that you would go and undo if you could. Who can work it all for your good? Let me tell you about my Jesus. He makes a way where there ain't no way. Rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can't save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and His grace is free. And the good news is I know that He can do for you what He's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. And let my Jesus change your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
cross at Calvary, pay the price for all my guilty. Who would care that much about me? Let me tell you about my Jesus. Oh. He makes a way where there ain't no way. Rises up from an empty grave. Ain't no sinner that he can save. Let me tell you about my Jesus. His love is strong and his grace is free. And the good news is I know that he can do for you what he's done for me. Let me tell you about my Jesus. And let my Jesus change your life. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Let my Jesus change your life. Luke chapter 12, verse 54. Jesus teaching and preaching not only to his disciples, but a crowd gathered around. And he said also to the people, When ye see a cloud rise out of the west, straightway ye say, There cometh a shower, and so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say there will be heat, and it cometh to pass. Ye hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it that you do not discern this time? Looking at that question Jesus asked, how is it that ye do not discern this time? Today I want to preach with the Lord's help on this thought on God in present tense. God in present tense. Father, in the name of Jesus, for the next few minutes, I plead the blood of Jesus over this place. In the spiritual domain, it is spiritual warfare that wants to hinder the preaching of the Word of God. But today we stand upon and in the authority of God's call on our life and the mandate of Scripture to declare the hope of the gospel to this generation. And we now ask that you'd fight our battles, that you'd open up the spiritually deaf ears, that you'd open up the spiritually blinded eyes, that you would warm the cold and calloused heart, and Lord, that you would rebuke any evil, foul, and unclean spirit that would seek to hinder, distract, or discourage your word from going forth. I plead the blood of Jesus. I ask for now your presence and your power and your unction and your anointing in Jesus name we pray God's children say amen if you're in agreement all right we look here now Jesus said how is it that you do not discern this time Jesus is teaching and preaching on the people's need to be prepared 
for the coming of the Lord. In fact, if you would look with me back up to verse 35, we'll read some scripture to give you more context. He said, let your loins be girded about and your lights burning, and ye yourselves like unto men that wait for their Lord when he will return from the wedding, that when he cometh and knocketh, they may open unto him immediately." Blessed are those servants whom the Lord, when he cometh, shall find watching. Verily I say unto you that he shall gird himself and make them to sit down to meet and will come forth and serve them. And if he shall come in the second watch or come in the third watch and find them so, blessed are those servants." And this know that if the goodman of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not have suffered his house to be broken through. Be ye therefore ready also, for the Son of Man cometh at an hour when ye think not." And today, my friend, I want to look at that for just a few moments, and I want to give you three primary points. The first point is in the form of a question looking at those verses. Uh, I want to ask this question, what about now? He said in verse 35, let your loins be girded about and your lights burning. And then again in verse 40, be ye therefore ready also for the son of man cometh at an hour when you think not. Now here's the thought simply. Many today think about someday when the Lord shall come and we need to be thinking about that. Say amen if you agree. But they don't realize that he is coming to them right now in this very moment and that this is the preparation time for his literal return to earth. You must be prepared to meet him and you need to understand that according to the book of Acts chapter 17 and verse number 30 it says, but now he commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Oh, it's so easy to talk about some glad morning when Jesus comes and one of these days he's going to split the eastern sky and you know what one of these days that trumpet's going to sound and we can preach on all of that but it's, it's as if we're leaving God no room in our lives for him to work in us right here and right now we're always talking about some tomorrow some dream some hope not realizing that we're missing the whole point that if you don't let him get involved in your life in the now you won't be ready for the someday when he returns can somebody say amen? Right now is the time to prepare to meet your God. If I were you, I wouldn't put it off another moment. And Jesus looked at this crowd and he said, you can't even discern this time. And he was literally speaking of that moment in time when the very bread of life became flesh, stood before them and preached to them. And they didn't even know who it was that was preaching to them. Describes and Pharisees knew the law, but they didn't know the God of the law. They didn't recognize Jesus. 
standing right there in front of them in the robe of flesh. Jesus even said, if you'll search the scriptures, you think you have eternal life in those scriptures, but those very scriptures you search out uh, speak of me. He tried to spell it out for them and help them to realize that they did not discern the times in which they were living, that he, the very bread of life, stood right before them, and they completely missed their opportunity to engage in his earthly ministry. What a tragedy that was. Wouldn't you agree with that? And what a tragedy it will be today for Christians to continue to dream about some tomorrow. And I love all the songs where we talk about uh, it'll all be better by and by. And I am, don't get me wrong, I'm looking forward to the day that Christ returns and I'm looking forward to spending eternity in heaven one day. But I want to know and the Holy Ghost wants to know what about right here and right now in your life. Amen. Are you allowing God to have his will and his way in your life today. Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but right now. The best time to be ready for the next minute is to be prepared in this minute. To wake up in God's will tomorrow, you got to go to bed in his will tonight. And God says he's a very present help in time of trouble. My message is God in present tense. He wants to get in your life and he's coming to you today. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Can somebody say amen? What about now? Have you let God have his will and his way? So we see that that's a very important question to ask. Something else I want you to see, look at verse 49. He said, I am come to send fire on the earth. And what will I, rather, if it be already kindled? The second point I want to make today is that the fire has already started. That judgment must first begin at the house of God. And that starts right here and right now with you and I. Amen. That the fire of God has already started. I know there's coming a day of judgment where we'll all stand before God and give an account. And we know that that day's coming. But let me tell you something. He's doing us all a favor. He's giving us a period of grace in which we could enter into His rest, receive forgiveness of sins, and find His will for our lives so that when we do stand before the judge, uh, amen, uh, it won't all be wood, hay, and stubble and be burned up. Can somebody say amen? The fire has already started. And he said, what will I if it be already kindled? And I need you to know that it's time for us to discern the times. I want to say this, uh, God's fire of revival is already here. I know sometimes we spend our days looking for it, but what we don't realize so often, uh, we're not waiting on God, He's waiting on us. Amen. Uh, some people think, well, I'm going to keep going to church till one day it just hits me and takes over. What if God's waiting on you to respond to His Word? Amen. God's not going to make turn you into a robot and force you to do His will. Amen. It's time for you and I to recognize the opportunity that sits before us. Can I preach for just a minute on wasted opportunity? So many times, uh, amen, God's people uh, had everything they needed at their disposal through faith and through God's Word, and yet they missed the whole opportunity because they was looking for something else or they was looking for somebody else. 
And God wants us to know that the revival fires are already available. They're already burning. If you want this church to be revived, honey, it starts with you. If you want this preacher to preach with fire down in his belly, it starts with your prayer walk with God. Amen. I I can't preach no better than you can pray for me, honey. And it's about time the people of God stop counting on the preacher and the deacons and everybody else to get the job done and say, ask for me and my house. We're going to get all the way in. Ask for me and my house. It's time to serve the Lord. Amen. It's time to get all the way in and not get all the way up. But some people come to church not to get in, but to get out. They're looking for every exit door, and they're looking for every moment where they can uh, dodge uh, being drafted into an opportunity to serve. Amen. Uh, Oh, but the fire is here, and God wants you to get engaged, and God wants you to get involved, and it's already started. Amen. What about now? Are you going to let God have his will and his way in your life? It's a very simple message, but if you're not careful, you'll miss it. Look at verses 49 through 53 with me. He said, I am come to send fire on the earth. What will I have to be already kindled? But watch what he says next. But I have a baptism to be baptized with. Simply put, he had to fulfill all scripture. That was one of the prophecies that needed to be fulfilled. Verse 51, suppose ye that I am come to give peace on earth. I tell you, nay, but rather division. And this is a very interesting point that the Scripture brings out, amen, that so many times we cry for unity amongst all faiths and all beliefs, and let's just all get together and hold hands and sing Kumbaya, and it'll all be okay when the truth is, uh, truth itself divides because not everybody subscribes to truth, amen? Not everybody wants to be a part of what truth is. And what is truth? Pilate even asked that question. And Jesus defined truth by saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen. And so there's only one way to heaven. His name is Jesus. And ever since the days of Jesus right up until now and on into the future till he comes, that will always create division in this world. And it's not because God wants to divide. It's because men are stubborn, rebellious, and refuse to adhere to the preaching of God's word and God's truth. We are stubborn. We're stiff-necked. We're hard-hearted, we're rebellious, and God forgive us as a nation, as a country, as a world for rejecting the truth of God's Word. And the Bible says that that fire is already kindled. I want you to think about the fire of division for just a moment. And look how divided the world is. And surely this is a sign of the soon return of the Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody say amen. But understand this. The Lord wants us to wake up. That it's high time that we awake out of sleep. For now is our redemption nearer than when we believed. And I want to say it this way, get ready, get ready, get ready. Jesus Christ is coming soon. But I want to say this right now, he's already at your heart's door knocking on your heart. You don't have to wait for him to return physically because he's already here spiritually. And if you'll respond to him in faith and repentance, you'll be prepared for his soon return. Amen, church. The fire 
has already been started. God's doing a work. And it's up to you and I to respond to the voice of the call of God. Amen. Think about a radio signal for just a moment. How many of you know that you can't just tune into a radio signal without the proper dial? You got to have a radio and you got to have it tune into the right station. Amen. But that radio frequency is going out regardless of whether or not you tune into it. And that Bible and the truth of God's Word is going out whether you subscribe to it or not. That means you have to be deliberate and intentional in tuning into what God is trying to say to you. It said it this way in the book of Revelation, He that hath ears, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. That is a command that means that you're not automatically going to hear it unless you are deliberately willful and obedient to the Word of God. Many today hear it, but they don't listen. Maybe they heard what God was saying, then they turned the dial on them. So I, I don't need to hear that. Uh, many come uh, and they get all excited about this kind of preaching for a week or two until the Holy Ghost gets to plowing down their row and revealing to them their need of repentance. The next thing you know, you can't find them for a month. What happened to all that joy and all that happiness? Uh, i tell you what happens. Sometimes we deliberately tune out the voice of God. And God's saying right now, while ye will hear His voice, Harden not your heart. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, today is the day of salvation. And what these people didn't realize that they was fixing to crucify the very Lord of glory whom they called a heretic. And he was the very bread of life standing there in front of them preaching to them. Isn't that something? And that leads me to my third point. Look at verses 54 through 56 again. We'll read it in my opening text. He said to the people, When ye see a cloud rise out of the west, straightway ye say, There cometh a shower, and so it is. And when ye see the south wind blow, ye say, There will be heat, and it cometh to pass. And you know how people are. It seems like people can predict the weather, and, the, and people, can, people know their business, amen. They can describe things right down to a table. When it comes to spiritual matters, they're lost. As a goose in a hailstorm. Isn't that something? No spiritual discernment whatsoever. And people assume that because they're smart in the other area that they can also draw conclusions about the Bible and be right about it. But unless and until the Holy Spirit of God reveals that truth to you, you don't have a clue what he's trying to tell you. And I don't either. Because that book is a supernatural book that's the only book ever written that you have to have the presence of the owner present while you're reading it to understand it. The presence of the author. What other book requires the presence of the author to understand it and to read it? There's not another one like it. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit of God will lead you and guide you in all truth. And the reason a lot of people today flip out on the Bible is because they read it and don't understand it and say, well, it's not understandable. No, honey, it's understandable, but you didn't let the Holy Spirit uh, prick your heart. You didn't let the Word of God penetrate that cold, stony heart. Amen. And if you'll open up your heart to Jesus, He'll begin to open up the Scriptures to you and help you understand them. It's a supernatural book written by a supernatural God through the instrument of holy men of God who spoke as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. Amen. It's a powerful book. It's a breathing book. It's a living book. It's a life transforming book. But it's also a book that will be missed by the majority of people because they're not willing to hear truth as it relates to what God has to say about their sin. And I'm saying to you, 
And anybody else in America or around the world that might listen to this audio today or down the road, that right now is the time that we prepare for Jesus. Right now is the time that we accept Him into our life. Right now, church, if you're saved, but you're backslidden, right now is the time to get right with God. And this is my third point. Simply don't miss the whole point. Amen. I, I mean, they could discern the weather. I mean, they were better than our, our weathermen today that have all the technology. Amen. I, I mean, just think about it. I, I mean, people that think they know this and they know that. And the Bible says in the end times, they'll be ever learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. That is, they miss the very bread of life standing before them. Amen. You've been listening to True North with Pastor Gary Cottle. We're so glad you joined us today for this study in God's Word. Be sure to subscribe to True North on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss a new edition. This broadcast is part of Gary Cottle Ministries, and you can learn more about it and Pastor Gary by visiting our website, GaryCottle.com. That's Gary, C-A-U-D-I-L-L.com. We'd like to invite you to partner with us in sharing the good news of Jesus through this ministry. Would you join Pastor Gary in praying for those listening? Pray for ears to be open and hearts to be receptive to the truth and love found only in God. Please keep Pastor Gary in your prayers as well as he continues to seek God's direction in this ministry. Another way you can be a part of what we're doing is through financial gifts. All amounts are appreciated and useful. Please, prayerfully, consider your involvement in this way. And if you feel led to give, you can mail a check to Gary Cottle Ministries, 1112 Old Washington Road, Thompson, Georgia, 30824. That's 1112 Old Washington Road, Thompson, Georgia, 30824. Thank you for partnering with us, and thank you for listening today to True North.